The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Are you ready to elevate your business to new heights? Well, we've got something extraordinary for you. Mark your calendars for the LCR Summit 2024 happening January 19th and 20th in Atlanta. This event is not just a summit, it's a catalyst for growth and success. Whether you're a business professional, a content creator, or a landscape business owner, the LCR Summit is tailored just for you. Picture this. A career transformation in just two days. Day one brings you podcast mastery with industry experts Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer. Learn the art of successful podcasting from pitching to brands to effective monetization. Plus, dive into YouTube and content creation secrets with Jeremy Vest. Unlocking strategies to captivate your audience and amplify your digital presence. Day two is packed with essentials for your business. Business acumen with John Pajak covers financial management, while Keith Kalfas reveals cutting-edge marketing strategies. And that's not all. Marvin Salcedo shares the keys to building a strong team and nurturing a positive company culture. But wait, there's more. A keynote session with Jonathan Potashnik on building a million-dollar business. Get ready for actionable insights that could turn you into a lawn care millionaire. Why should you be there? Well, to learn from industry-leading speakers, connect with peers and leaders, and enjoy an exclusive VIP dinner if you're among the first 25 to register. Invest in your success with practical workshops and tailored content. Seating is limited, so don't delay. Get one-day access for $295 or go all-in on the full two-day experience at just $495. Act now. Seize this opportunity. Visit lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description to secure your spot at the LCR Summit 2024. This isn't just an event, it's a turning point for your professional journey. Your future awaits. listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailor Taliaferro, back again with another interview. It's It's been been a minute. I've been ha- having some IBG episodes, uh, a bunch here that time of year, uh, winter, season's wrapping up, and um, everyone's doing different things. So coming off of a lot of different events like Equip and SEC, and uh, got some interviews here and there. But we are going to be focusing on a series of interviews to talk to the presenters of the LCR Summit coming up in January, January 19th and 20th. So first up, we have Paul Jameson with the Green Industry Podcast. How's it going, Paul? Good, Rook. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Season's wrapping up for me here in uh, Midlothian, Virginia. So I was, I was just out trimming some bushes today and by myself, just, just trying to, you know, get some stuff done before the holiday, right? Like prioritize some of those clients that uh, really want their bushes looking nice for the holidays. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so I did that and then zipped on over here to the studio real quick and got all set up so we can, uh, we can get some, some fire content uh, for everybody here. But so at the LCR summit, we, day one is focused on content creation. It's creator content creator day. So, and we have Jeremy Vest is going to be focusing on YouTube and you and Mr. Producer are going to be focusing on podcasting, which is, it's epic, right? Like, I mean, we've never met, I mean, you've met Mr. Producer, but none of us have never met Mr. Producer in person. We've talked to him on the phone, email, all that stuff, but you actually live, you know, close enough to him that plus you worked at the same radio station. So you guys have developed that relationship and, and obviously you, you have seen him many times and have and our friends and knew him before he was even quote unquote, Mr. Producer. Right. So you've got all the backstory on that. So I wanted to kind of unpack some things and talk about maybe your relationship, you know, between you and Mr. Producer, how that came about, 
your the, the the beginnings of your podcast, right? The humble beginnings of your podcast. Although episode one with me was far from humble, like it was in an epic radio studio, right? But as far as the post production, I think is where we talk about it being humble, where the sound quality wasn't as as good as as it is now, and that's where Mister Producer came in and all that. So, kind of wanted to tee that up and and see if we can dive into that a little bit, and then. We can kind of go into, you know, the workshop that you guys will be presenting at um at the LCR Summit in January. Sound good? Absolutely. All right. So let's so how, how did this all start? I know you've talked about it often on your podcast, and I'm sure we may have touched upon it on mine it's in previous episodes, but let's get everyone caught back up to speed. How did this all start? How did you know first meet Mr. Producer? Yeah, so in two thousand, it would have been probably thirteen. Around then, I was at my sister's in Charleston, South Carolina, laying out the pool of all places. I'm <laughs> consistent, yep. Yeah, and so I was visiting my sister, and she lived by the beach, and 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 we're actually at one of her friends' apartment complex. Was hanging out at this awesome pool. It's uh, you know, I think it was late March, but it was a beautiful day. It's like 82 and sunny, and beautiful, picture perfect day. And my phone rings from a, a gentleman named Ray. And I was like, why is he calling me? Like, that's not somebody who just calls me. I was like, I hope everything's all right. So I was like, hey, Ray. And he worked at the radio, a radio station in Atlanta. And and, and uh, I mean, I knew who he was. He's kind of a big deal. And uh, he's like, hey, Paul, it's Ray. And um, like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, hey, we're, um, we're thinking of starting a new show from midnight to 6 a.m. And we're looking for on-air personalities. And you've been recommended. And I'm thinking, I had zero experience in broadcasting whatever the opposite of excellence in broadcasting is i had i had zero and i told him this i said are you kidding me i was like i you know i i cut grass for a living i don't i don't think you got the right guy I kind of talked him out of it. i was like you know i i don't think so um a i don't have a schedule for midnight to 6 a.m because i'm working all day so i, I was like that's not going to work and b i mean i, I the you know i'm not good broadcaster. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And he's like, well, <clears throat> we can teach you how to be a broadcaster, but he's like, you do have integrity. And we, you know, he, he, he knew my character and thankfully thought enough of me that I could actually show up for a job. You know what I mean? So he's like, you know, we, we can teach you all that if you can commit to being here from midnight to 6am and the pay wasn't great. I mean, it was, you know, not, not great at all. So that, that wasn't enticing, but I was like, you know what? I'll try it. So this is uh, April of, man, it might've been 2013. I'd, I'd have to really think about it, but probably 2013. <clears throat> I remember it was April because I remember it was springtime because I was trying to juggle staying awake from midnight to 6 a.m. and then go, you know, do the spring rush, which was a disaster. <laughs> so <laughs> um, absolute disaster. My health, uh, it was a bad idea. But anyway, I did it. <clears throat> I got trained up. I would go on the air midnight to 6 a.m. Uh, a couple nights a week. And basically the boss who was Mr. Producer's boss, Mr. Producer was the assistant manager. And then the boss was the manager, general manager. And he was basically like, yeah, you, you're right. You're not, you're not any good. And, and uh, oh, man. Like, you're, you're definitely not. Cause I kept saying, I want to be on during the day so that I could, you know, have a more manageable schedule. And he was, very candid with me. He's like, yeah, we're, you know, you're, you're not even close to being a primetime personality and, and you're just, you pause at all the wrong time. And I could, he just, he yeah. just critiqued how I didn't uh, communicate well enough to represent the radio station, which had a lot of listeners. So, so when you, but after you started, so when you started doing all that, you actually realized you enjoyed it and that's why you wanted to transition it. to a, a different schedule. Yeah. I love being on the radio. And midnight to 6 a.m., no one's listening. I had I had a few police officers that would listen. Um, and you know, they were really cool. They were just driving around patrolling the night and and they would uh call in and I'd have other people call in that were like truck drivers and and I, I had a little little bit of an audience. And um so they would have what's called an air check, which every time I was live on the radio, it would automatically record me. Then I'd have to go in the general manager's office and he would listen back to it and just tear me to pieces of <laughs> of, of how poorly I was performing, but again, not that many people were listening. So right. it, it was, uh, but so anyway, I, I did that for a couple of years and Mr. Producer ended up coming to the radio station. He was working at another radio station and then, and then they recruited him, um, at this bigger radio station. 
And I just thought he was a cool guy. He he loved SEC football, which, you know, I don't like SEC football. I like Big Ten football. So we, we you know, we trash talk whose football uh, team and conference was better. And uh, we're still we're still debating that. But uh, <laughs> we, we, I just really liked him. He's a he's a very, very funny guy and, and, and loves college football. And so did I. So we we kind of hit it off with, you know, having similar interest of, of sports and um, things of that nature. And so. I was friends with him for a few years. So, so fast forward five years later, I'm, I'm at the radio station. Now uh, I got promoted to the middays, uh, which made it very difficult on my lawn care business. Cause I was on air from 10 AM to 2 PM Monday through Friday. Wow. So I basically go do lawn care. When I got off, you know, I'd start my day at 2 30 PM till, d- till dark. And then I would work on Saturday, like a dog. I would, you know, get everything done on Saturday or try to the lawn care. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, my, my schedule was crazy. So 2018, and I've shared this story before now. So five years under my belt of broadcasting, I guess nine or so or, or eight or so years of lawn care. I'm, I'm, you know, well into my lawn care business at this point, well into my broadcasting career. And I never had the thought of merging the two. And I know John Pajak and, and Caleb and yourself kind of nudged at me. Like, you know, you're good at this radio thing, but I, uh, I was just so tired all the time. From, yeah, your from, health. Yeah, yeah, you my health sick was, a lot. Yeah, we're like, Paul, I remember Caleb was like, Paul, I mean, I know you love lawn care and everything, but you got to take care of yourself, bud. <laughs> I remember that vividly. Yeah, because <laughs> I was always, uh, I was never in a consistent sleep schedule. Uh, and, and anyone who's worked midnights before will tell you it's it's not good. You, you don't sleep good. You don't, you're, it's just, it's messed up. And uh, so anyway, August 2018, I was doing a job at Lake Oconee. Shout out to my boy, Tony Rudolph. He, he works down there full time. But I was doing a, one of the biggest jobs of my life down there. We cut down like 117 trees. Um, I know because we got to have to pay the guy to grind the stumps. He's like, dude, there's 117 stumps. And I was like, I know. <laughs> wow. It was a crazy job. We tore it all down and then eventually, you know, spruced up this awesome property. So I was I was dog tired from doing the one of the biggest jobs of my life. And Brian Ring, our mutual friend in Minnesota, he called me. He's like, hey, Polly. He's like, I got a, a lawnmower for you, 48 inch, brand new engine on it. I got a five by 10 trailer for you. I'm going to hook you up. Just just get a one way ticket to, to Minnesota and then drive, you know, rent a U-Haul and drive it back. And and you'll have a good mower because at the time, my biggest mower was a 30 inch. Yeah, um, I, was, I was using X marks 30 inches, which were great mowers but i had a few big yards and you know we're out there one guy be a 21 inch with the other guy 30 inches we're just <laughs> fucking trucks yeah up. the ring was like you need a 48 you know yeah. what i mean so you I increase like, your efficiency <laughs> yeah exactly but um he was generous to hook me up with it so i go up to minnesota got bit by a bunch of mosquitoes up there and and, and hung out <laughs> in the evening and uh the next morning i woke up really early before Brian ever woke up and, you know, I got out the door. I drive through Minnesota. I drive through Wisconsin. I drive past Chicago and I'm about two hours into central Illinois, which, or Southern Illinois, wherever I was, it was flat as could be like, and it it was cornfields all around me. And I'm in Illinois. I'm driving to our buddy, Rusty Everidge's house. He's in Indiana and I'm, I'm going to spend the night at his place. And then, um, at the time he had just launched a podcast, uh, called turf something or other yeah i remember so he was like the second podcast in our industry there was julio tomei yeah dan genetic was kind of sporadic but he, yeah. he you know not too invested in it right and rusty had just started his podcast so i'm in illinois and i'm driving this u-haul and i had a vision so basically imagine at night like if you have a dream you're sleeping but you like in the dream you don't know you're in a dream you're like uh, you, you you ever have a dream? Rookie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, you like daydreams like, oh. and all that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking night dreams. Like, yeah, night when you're dreaming, you're not like, oh, I know I'm dreaming. You're like, you're, you're just thinking. in the dream. Yeah, yeah. So I'm driving this U-Haul, and I have been for for six or seven hours, and all of a sudden I had a vision, which it was basically like a dream, but I was wide awake, so it's a it's a vision. Right. And in it, I'm like watching a movie. And I saw like, I'm staying, I'm like in the dream, I'm behind people. So I could see like the back of their head and I could see their, their, their truck where the CD player was. 
and and um I could hear my voice coming out of their like radio CD setup, but I was talking about business and and on my on the radio station I worked at it was Christian content and it, this wasn't that local Christian radio station. It was a different. I knew it wasn't that. I knew this was something different because I was talking about business, uh, and I was and I was watching these guys listen to me talk about business. And then it would the scene would shift to a different guy. Like one guy was in Arkansas driving, and the next guy was in his shop, you know, with like a a boombox over on the uh, cabinet, and he was listening to me while I was like sharpening blades and like. And then it just shifted to different men listening to me talk about business. And then the the vision ended and I'm like, I wouldn't wake up. I don't think I fell asleep because I didn't crash or anything, but I like snapped back to like seeing the road going, you know, 70 miles per hour. Right. And I heard a voice say, if you uh, build it, uh, they will listen. And it was so surreal because there's a baseball movie from Iowa in the cornfields. And I was in the state over, but it was, it looked just like Iowa because cornfields. And in the baseball movie, they said, if you build it, they will come to the baseball field or something yeah, like that. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew I had seen that movie. I knew exactly uh, when I heard that voice. I saw, I saw the vision. I heard the voice and I instantly knew podcast. Like, cause I saw, I just saw it. I just saw what's literally in real life happening in 2023. I saw it in 2018. So I get to Rusty Everidge's house. I, I kind of ask him about podcasting because he was way beyond me at the time. I didn't know nothing about it. Mr. Producer didn't know nothing about it. it was, this was all new. So I was asking him a little bit about it. And I was a little nervous because I didn't want to, I didn't want to step on his uh, toes and him be like, I'm the podcaster. You can't start a podcaster. Like I just had uh, issues mentally, like, right. you know, scarcity mindsets and stuff. And he, he thought it was cool. He was like, cause he was my friend at the time with you and, and Payjack and Caleb Allman and, and and so forth. We were all kind of talking back and forth at the time. Right. So he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, any way I can help you? He's like, I think you should go for it. It's pretty fun, you know? And so uh, that was August. You came down, I think, in September or October uh, when you visited me in LaMarche. I remember it was the fall. And I, I we went to Waffle House and I told you about it. And you're like, yeah, dude, you need to go for it. And so we went into the studio. I didn't even have a name of the podcast at Waffle House. I was like, what do you think about Green Industry Podcast? And you're like, yeah, don't overthink it. That, that sounds good. Yeah. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then we went into the studio and recorded. And, and thanks to Mr. Producer, he kind of went on the line for me because the the general manager, I didn't think he was going to give me permission to use the the equipment. And there's video cameras everywhere there. So I couldn't like do it and not ask because they, they'd be they like, what do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I asked and Mr. Producer basically went to the manager. He's like, yeah, Paul's not bothering anyone. Um, you know, he does whatever, whatever he said, <laughs> I was shocked when the general manager is like, well, no one's here on Sunday. Don't tell any of your colleagues about it. Just kind of don't make a big deal about it. You know, just, just don't tell anyone, just record your stuff. And you know, he didn't, he right. didn't, realized it was going to be a top 100 show. I just right. thought, he's like, oh yeah, Paul's just sitting there, you know, yeah. all, all the fancy equipment. Right. On, who cares? <laughs> so we were, we filmed our first episode. We had a bunch of fun time and you're like, I got to get back to the airport here, man. We, we were having a blast. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I had filmed it or recorded it, I guess, published it, but the audio, even though the, the microphone was fancy and the studio was fancy, I didn't know anything about post-production. And so when I tried to like make the volume larger or whatever, it would, it would turn it into the red. And I know you guys don't understand audio files, but it would, it would make it sound worse. Like yeah. if I, it, yeah, yeah, it would distort it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I didn't know these words. I didn't have, I didn't, when I worked at the radio station, we had uh, producers that did all that. So I had no idea how they made my voice and I disappoint people when they'd meet me in real life. Cause my voice, on the radio was like thick and bold and an announcer. Like it, it right. they do all this stuff in the, I don't even know how they do it, but it makes my voice sound epic. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you meet me in real life and I sound like a, just me, you know, right. Regular so, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had done like 30 or 40 episodes and I was getting complaints like, Hey man, love your podcast, but um, I can barely hear you. And I can't listen to you when I'm on my mower. Cause it's not loud enough. And again, I try to make it louder and then it would distort it. And then it would sound horrible. 
So I, I asked a couple other people that worked at the radio station, hey, can you help me with this? And I'm not going to name names, but I asked one guy multiple, multiple times. I mean, multiple times. And he kept blowing me off. The, the guy who is a real nerd about um, all this stuff, a masterpiece of, of what he's able to do in post-production. And he kept giving me the run around and, and not taking me seriously. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk next week. And then next week would come around. I mean, very irritating how much he, uh, which in hindsight, it was probably happening for a reason because it led me to Mr. Producer, who we call Mr. Producer, right? which I honestly didn't even know he had a clue how to do post-production because he was an on-air personality and he was a uh, management. The other two guys that were blowing me off at the radio station, their job at the radio station was actually the production component. Yeah. So I asked both of these men, and again, I'm not going to name their names, and I don't want to say I was I was mad at them at the time, but in hindsight, I really think it happened for a reason because if they would have helped me, Mr. Producer would have never got his at, at bat. Right. So what happened is one day, out of pure frustration, Mr. Producer was on air. Um, I don't know if he would remember this, but I remember this. He was on air that day and I had kind of mentioned to him, Hey, so-and-so is not helping me. I, I, I really don't know how this Adobe audition works and I'm trying to make it louder without making it distorted. And I didn't even know those words, but he knew exactly what I was talking about. He's like, Oh yeah, send me the file. I'll see what I can do. And he turns over this masterpiece. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, I was like, you know, can you do this for all my episodes? Like what's your rate? And, and, and he gave me a very generous rate. Um, for all you new people, he doesn't charge that now. <laughs> I think it was like the Chuck in the truck price, you know. I mean, right. He didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I yeah. figured it was a pretty good deal, but guys that come in now, they're like, "It's what?" <laughs> so anyway, I, I got I got the grandfathered in at an awesome price, <laughs> right? But um, anyway, then he made my show better, and and then you know we just we just rocked and rolled uh for for a long time together. It was just him and me. And then eventually Brian Fullerton kept pestering me. Hey man, how do you make your show? I don't understand. And I was like, Mr. Producer. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. How, how do you do it though? For real? I'm like, Mr. Producer. Like the joke was Mr. Producer wasn't real. And then finally Fullerton called him on the phone and he's like, oh my gosh, you are real. And then, <laughs> then Brian hired him. And then, you know, now we have like 15 people right. that, that hired him and, and, and not even all lawn care guys. There's, there's, there's folks from, from other industries uh, that have hired him and uh, he, he's doing it full, on a full-time basis now um, serving our industry. So that's kind of in a nutshell how I got connected with Mr. Producer. Uh, fast forward, we have over um, 1,120 1, episodes, uh, which wow. is absolutely crazy and, and um, well over 3 million downloads. I think it's like, I always forget to check and then I check and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, another million. Like, it's just like, Millions and millions and millions of downloads, not not exaggerating, uh, of, of the podcast, which is pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's where things are at. And he's making his first public appearance in our community um, at your event, which I don't know how you put it off. Because every year I'm like, hey, you want to go to Equip this year? I'll, I'll pay for your hotel. I'll pay for your gas. I'll pay for your food. Like, I'll, I'll think like, I'll offer him everything I can right. offer him. Like, I, I think I'll just watch football that weekend. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and somehow you got him. Yeah. Uh, which I think it helps at the events in Atlanta. Cause I, I think that's, that definitely played a big role. Yes. Yes. I was going to say that, like getting him to get on a, on, on a flight to head over to somewhere else, you know, up to Midlothian or something, you know, probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have sold as well as, Hey, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not next door, but it's like 30 minutes, 45, whatever, you know, he doesn't have to get on a plane. He just get in the car and, and, and head on over. So, but, um, but yeah, so that definitely helped him. Sure. I'm sure some timing had to do with it, but you know, you were priming him up, right. You were at, even asking him all, you know, to come to all these different things for a while now. So that was just kind of getting him, getting him, you know, groomed for everything and used to it. And he, he can only say no so many times, I guess. So there's a lot of components, I'm sure. But again, it, it goes back to, uh, my, my net worth is my network, right? So I just, I just, uh, meet a lot of folks and, and develop relationships with a lot of folks. And, you know, we, I just try to, 
bring people together and make things happen. So um, I'm excited that Mr. Producer is is able to come out uh, with you for 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 a workshop for um, for podcasting. We call it excellence in broadcasting. It's kind of like an inside joke, but at the same time, it's 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 a fact, right? Excellence in broad. You want to have excellence in broadcasting. So uh, we joke about it, but you know, like it's serious. Like you know, we want to have good quality sounding audio and you know all that stuff. Like you don't want to have like a train wreck of a show. I mean, every now and again, that's funny, but but, you know, you don't unless that's, you know, some people that might be their thing. Their whole show is a train wreck and that that's that's cool, too. But at the same time, you want to be uh, diligent and disciplined and and uh, intentional about what you're doing. So but th- have you I know I've learned some th- things about Mr. Producer, like after you guys going back to your original story, after you guys started working together on more on a podcasting basis, did you start to get to know him more about like, oh, wow, you're actually a sound engineer and you did voiceover work your entire life, basically, and all this stuff like Mr. Producer is more than a lot of like more than meets the eye, really. Right. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I think he has over 40 years in the broadcasting space and and uh podcasting is really just the next evolution of radio. So radio ruled the airwaves, you know, before podcasting and now, you know, radio is slowly dying out and and podcasting. I was listening to a marketing expert Gary Vaynerchuk this morning on the treadmill and he said every every business owner should have a podcast. Like Everybody should have a podcast if you're in business. It's the way to reach people uh, nowadays. So I think he's taken decades worth of experience in radio and, you know, has has quite an edge at, uh, you know, so much about what it takes to be a professional broadcaster and and, and influencing your audience with, uh, you know, the sales copy and all this stuff that's like next level and how to incorporate that into a podcast. Um, and he definitely has his his um pulse of podcasting. He you know he reads the articles. He he knows the podcasting world better than me. So he'll kind of be like, "Hey, did you know this feature? Did you know that?" And like he, he's definitely obsessed with podcast industry for sure. Yeah. Um. Back to what what you what you uh, said about every business owner you know should have or could have a, a podcast. It's interesting that you say that because where I'm here, this podcast studio and this um, shared office space um, locally here, there's all types of business owners that have offices or just a membership and they come and they use the space for various things, whether it be conference rooms, the office space, you know, some, some, and a lot of them actually podcast. That's why they have this podcast studio, not for like podcast influencers or whatever. Like they don't, they don't even know anything about that here. That's not even a thing. That's like, that's a totally different world for most people, right? That's like another podcast of like, oh, I'm an influencer, I'm a professional podcaster, like what? Like most people don't even get what that is. Like, uh, oh, you mean like Joe Rogan? Like no one really, they don't get that that's like a more and more of a common thing nowadays. So, but, so they have this podcast studio for people to have a podcast to complement their business. So that there's so many businesses in this building that have office space that will come down in this podcast room studio and they will record podcasts. Like, like for instance, one, one is a, a coaching, um, a, a, a coaching platform um, or coaching firm, whatever they offer like business coaching, right? So like you can sign up for their business coaching and you meet with them however often, you know, in different ways, whatever type of, of, you know, monthly, you know, uh, membership you want to have with them. And, and then they, and they offer coaching for your business on all different levels. So their podcast is about business coaching, right? So they, they focus on different topics that either they have talked about with their clients or that, they specialize in or whatever, and they focus on that and they record a podcast, you know, like a couple different folks, you know, like the owner and maybe, you know, one of the staff members, you know, it's like a whole, a whole group of whole team of folks. And they, they talk about different things about coaching and they put that out on their social media. And that's all just ways of trying to generate traffic to their coaching, um, business, you know what I mean? So that's just one of many examples of how, whether you want to be, a professional podcaster for a living, you know, one day, or you just want to complement your business, generate some marketing ROI for your business. Podcasting is yet another way to do that. I mean, of course, we know about YouTube is a great way to get people to your website or to your business and advertise Facebook, Instagram, all these different social media platforms to advertise to your ideal customers, hopefully, to, the, to then hopefully make them your clients. 
or just to share and give feedback and provide knowledge to each other, right? Peer to peer so that we can share like we do. And we're, we're, you know, talking about business and, you know, the lawn care landscape business and all that. And and we can do that in addition to whatever else. So there's just so many different avenues. I just wanted to point that out because, you know, podcast is just another, another form of social media in a sense, right? You can, you can talk about a specific topic and people can listen to it while they're mowing their lawn or doing their landscaping or driving on a long trip somewhere or flying or whatever, whatever it is that they're doing, they can listen and learn at the same time, whether, you know, just like an audio book and all these things. So it's just, it's just a, another way, like you said, that the, it's a, the next evolution of radio and, and all these other ways to communicate. And there's something about audio that really connects you goes like directly into your brain and you can really feel connected to whatever you're listening to the person, the message, all the above. Right. So anyone that kind of, does that, you know, at, at, at any level, again, you don't have to have millions of downloads that might not necessarily be your goal or have to be your goal, you know, but just to have a podcast to share your, your business thoughts, um, advertise your business to ideal customers, clients, all that. I, me- I remember once, um, Gary V had said, you know, when he was talking about like all the, whatever you call the little plat, the little things in your, you know, like the, um, the Amazon Echoes and the Google Homes and all the different brands that have their own version of those little speaker things that you can talk to and ask it questions and have it play music, your favorite playlists. And of course, commercials are going to run through there, you know, unless you pay some premium package for to not have that or whatever. But he was saying that's that's next level right there. Like imagine, you know, Susie's, you know, home doing whatever she's doing and she hears an advertisement for your lawn care business or your service cleaning house cleaning business or whatever. Wow. And if that's what she's looking and she just happens to be, oh man, I really needed to, I was going to look for someone and then bang, now she's got, got it right there. Like just imagine. So to getting, getting more comfortable with audio, I mean, we've talked about video forever, but audio is definitely, I think less intimidating for most folks because you're just talking versus having to talk and be on camera and you get even more intimidated of more components to look at. And then the post editing thing, you know, where podcasting, you're just, if you're going to do it all yourself, which you can, you know, for free in-house, um, like if you use certain platforms that, that aren't as high quality as the most professional level podcasts, but if you're just starting out, you can, you know, really have a lower, um, lower expense beginning and do it all yourself. And it's not, it's not as difficult to, to edit audio as it is video. So, but what you and Mr. Producer are going to do is really, really help nail that home and go into all the nuts and bolts and move into more of the advanced things and, and, and so on at the workshop at the, at the LCR podcast, at the LCR summit, whether they are, you know, wanting to be a big podcaster or just know how to be good at, you know, um, recording audio for their business to advertise and stuff like that. So I just wanted to you know, take some time to focus on that a little bit too. So it kind of hopefully gets people's brains thinking about all the different opportunities that they might be missing out on. So podcasting has a lot of, a lot of benefits for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what, what are, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to uh, maybe talking about and going over at the, at the workshop at the LCR summit? Yeah, well, Definitely the 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 framework Naylor and and the basics of of what it takes to have a successful podcast and then it's a workshop so we'll be able to customize you know plans and and do Q and A's and and really interact with whoever shows up there you know kind of find out what your goals are and and give specific advice you know to to each person um, it'll be a little bit more of an intimate setting rather than just like a generalized do this and things of that nature and. Definitely cover the basics, like what kind of audio, you know, what kind of microphone to get, what kind of podcasting board to get, how the RSS feed works, you know, how the uh, podcast algorithm works, um, you know, setting your consistent schedule, like determining you want this to be a a, a once a week show, a twice a week show, and really creating your schedule and then, you know, the importance of, of sticking to that schedule and, um, you know, how to monetize a podcast. Uh, there's so many different ways uh, to monetize the the podcast. And, and there's a ton of money in what we call the creator economy, um, ton of money. And, and we're only in the second inning of this. Like this thing is so brand new. If you think about where marketing dollars have gone in years past to television and, and to radio and to billboards 
And nowadays it's going to social media, to podcasting. And it's, it's outrageous how much money is available. Um, if you do build a show uh, with anything of an audience, you can definitely monetize it in so many ways. Um, so we can dive into to the, the how you earn money <clears throat> doing content and in podcasting and, uh, you know, just really dive deep into uh, what it takes to have a, a world-class podcast and, and how to get started and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. video part of it, how to, how to, how to do clips. Um, yeah. 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 And, um, I, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm pumped. And, uh, um, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, go. <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to be the keynote speaker on day two, uh, for, um, you know, bi- business mastery, but, uh, he, he is going to coming in early so that he can sit in on, on the workshops for podcasting go. and YouTube because he wants to get back into it himself and start a new YouTube channel, a new podcast. He already technically started a new podcast channel, but he hasn't recorded any, any, um, content yet. Cause he's still finishing his world travels. <laughs> Um, with his with his with his wife, so uh, he's living the good life right now. But he's ready to get back into it um, pretty soon. So he's he's looking forward to that. So that's that's pretty exciting, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to that he'll be in attendance, and uh, I, I definitely can get him get him guided on the the path to success. And he has a rolodex of uh, people in his phone that he can reach out to to do interviews with. Uh, and then obviously the own knowledge he has to impart. And, and, and if he does like a Joe Rogan type, um, platform or not platform, um, framework where he video films his podcast and then, you know, publishes those as YouTube videos and then mid form YouTube videos and then YouTube shorts from, from those, those videos, he'll, he'll get, he'll, he'll get a lot of, uh, views on YouTube with his podcast, as well as the audio downloads and all of that. And then, clips for Instagram reels and Facebook reels and TikToks and LinkedIn's. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate Every last ray of sun. Live to to help him, because uh, he he's he's gonna soar. Yeah. So the, 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 the extra bonus here um with the LCR summit specifically that really is gonna be um key for podcasting and the YouTube workshop is um where we're having it is the is the creators clubhouse. So it's nothing but studios and then and, and then one big main room for for all the presentations with the stage and everything. So the workshops can be spread out and split up and like you and Mr. Producer can like, you know, rotate some folks in and out of the other studios across the room. So I rented all of the studios out. So we've got three studios. One I'm going to dedicate for like us to just podcast like off and on throughout the event, you know, it'll just be open so we can just pop in and, and do some podcasts, interview some of the guests and so on. But the other two will be for, uh, for you guys to actually bring people into a studio so they know what it looks like to be in a studio like this, you know, with all the different ways of soundproofing and still look nice without necessarily just having all this, you know, padding, you can really do it in a very fancy way, as you know, because you were there, you saw, you saw all, all the different studios and all the oh. mu- yeah, it's like state of the art stuff. Like, like you can't, it's like Joe Rogan, like times three, you know, like, and, and then, you know, so there's all the things, there's the equipment, there's the cameras, the lighting, the furniture, the mics, the boards, all, all that stuff. So you, you can really literally hands-on firsthand be there looking at it all and, and, you know, practicing and testing things out and mic placement and all that stuff. So it's more than just looking at slides or talking about it. it you can literally go right across the hall and, and show and tell and, and learn um, that way as well. So that's, that's another unique um, aspect of, of why the LCR summit is, is unique, but also the venue itself. I remember when you, when you told me about it and we looked at it, I was like, Oh man, I, I got to utilize this for something. One of these days, this is, this is epic. So so that's that's going to be exciting. So so the LCR summit like I said day 1 is content creator day. We've got 
podcast mastery, um, you know, excellence in broadcasting with Paul, Mr. Producer. And then we've got Jeremy Vest, who's a, a YouTube insider is what I like to call him. He, he's outside of the green industry, right? He just knows all the YouTubers, you know, Mr. Beast and everybody. He's he's worked for vidIQ. So if you know, you know, it's it's like an add on to like like TubeBuddy. It's uh, for your YouTube channel. You pay like a monthly subscription. You get all kinds of analytics and extra add ons and ways to really help um, optimize your YouTube channel and your videos and all that um, without necessarily hiring Jeremy Vest, you know, but he built a lot of things for them and, and helped them grow their YouTube channel and their platform and all that. He's worked all over the place and he's got his own coaching and all these things. And he just is very knowledgeable, as you know, Paul, about YouTube. Um, he has his own YouTube stuff too, and has been doing all types of content. Oh, me a ton. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. excited to sit in and be a student and learn from him. I'm really excited for that. So yeah, so he's going to be there as well on on day on day one. So and then day two is um, is business mastery. So like I said, we kicked that off with with Jonathan Batoshnik, the lawn care millionaire. He's the keynote speaker first thing in the morning, and then uh, we have. Um, we have uh, Marvin Salcedo, who's going to be, if, if those of you that may or may not know, he's we used to be Salcedo Lawns. Now it's Salcedo Home Solutions because he does like just about everything now. He just keeps buying all these service businesses locally so that he can just have it all under one umbrella and then he can service hit their clients 100%. Like you need, you know, you need construction, like you need your house fixed up and, you know, you need plumbing, got it. Electri electrician, got it. You know, landscaping, got it. Like house cleaning, got it. You know, like it's all like one big one big thing so he's 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 on a whole another level but so he can talk about a lot of things but what i want him to focus on because ever since i've known him you know with salcedo lawns the first time i went down to texas to shoot the get to know the pro uh video with him which is the highest viewed video out of all of the videos in the series the two season series he um was approaching a million dollars working out of like six or seven storage units all next to each other, knocked walls down. And it was just like a whole big shop. Basically it was really, really well done break room office, all that stuff. Um, lots of employees, multiple trucks, teams. So, and, and, you know, he was telling me a lot about how, you know, employees matter. And I asked him a lot of those questions, right? Because that's something that we always struggle with in this industry is, is finding good labor, you know, and then, and then moving past laborers and actual team members and crew leaders and, you know, folks that you can build your business on. And, and he, he has, has been around for a while and had a lot of ups and downs, one business sold that built another one from scratch. And now that one is, is, you know, Salcedo lawns and he has all the, all these other businesses. So if any, and, and anyone can, talk about team building and company culture in my my circle that I know Marvin Salcedo is the one to to do it because he's lived it he's living proof he's got so many businesses with so many different teams and he just manages them all he leads them all um and it's just it's just very when you're there in person, you can, you can see it. So, um, hopefully, you know, he can kind of bring as much of that as he can to his workshop and really help you guys, uh, learn how to not only build, um, a, a successful team, but also how to have that company culture, that team culture to, to extend beyond just hiring and training people. Like how does the, how do you retain them and how do you make, make it a, an environment that people are looking forward to coming to work every day and so on and so on. So he's got a lot of great tips. He does a lot of cool things, all kinds of company picnics and this and that and cookouts. I mean, he's got this huge, huge um, shop and everything now, you know, they moved out of storage and all that. So I've had the privilege of getting to know him over many years and seeing this, these things firsthand. So I asked him if he could come do that, the, uh, um, the team building and company culture workshop for you guys. So he's going to be doing that. Keith Kalfas, most of you probably know who that is, the Landscaping Employee Trap, the Untrapped podcast. He's been one of the OGs of the industry. He's been on YouTube forever. Um, you know, he's obviously on all the other platforms as well, but he is like a marketing guru. Like he, I mean, he literally has, um, his own event called marketing ROI, which he's not doing this year, by the way. So he's going to be doing a workshop of the marketing ROI for us at the LCR summit. So if you ever wanted to go to the marketing ROI that presented by Keith Kalfas of Michigan, well, now it's going to be in, a, in Atlanta at, um, what, what's that? Warmer climate. <laughs> right. Now it's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, a little bit warmer at the Creators Clubhouse. And uh, um, Keith is going to be doing a three hour, two hour workshop for the marketing ROI. So he's going to give you 
everything that he can pack in in two hours and try not to blow your brains, <laughs> you know, like like scramble your your brains with so much uh, knowledge about marketing your business and how to take things to the next level. And that's something that really, I think, eludes a lot of folks because, you know, if you don't if you don't know, you don't know. And he's done a ton of research and a lot of trial and error. And he's become and, and also networked himself. He knows a lot of high, high level folks in, in business that have educated him and trained him as well. So he's just always trying to bring that knowledge back to everyone in all of his speaking and his marketing ROI event. So he's going to be doing that at the LCR Summit. Then we have uh, none other than last but not least, right, John Pajak with, with Profits by Pajak podcast. He's got the budgets, break evens, and bottom lines um, class as well that he does, and he does his own coaching. So he's going to be doing a workshop at the LCR Summit, the budgets, break evens, and bottom lines workshop, where he really can break down how to, like, we talk about knowing your numbers. That's like the most crudest, basic way of saying it, but like, it's so much more than that. Well, what, what does that even mean for a lot of people? They don't even know. They don't know their numbers. They don't even know what that even means. Like, well, what kind of numbers? I mean, I know I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm invoicing this and whatever, like, really, like, you know, you got to break it down and, and Payjack really, as you know, firsthand, Paul, right? He's helped you yeah. in the past. And he, before he was in lawn care, he he was a teacher. And so he has a part of a teacher where he really understands how to make you understand what, you know, how to recover your overhead and be profitable. But he presents it in a way that it's like a fifth grader could understand it because he's, he's got that heart of a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, as we've gotten to know him and, and, and all of his experience that have got, gotten him to this level, he has had a lot of history, a lot of historical training and experience working for other companies, doing a lot of these things, no, learning how to how to um, bid correctly, you know, how, what kind of numbers to look at and, and the different expenses and payroll costs and all these things to really refine profitability, you know, for the other companies that he worked for. And then he carried that over to his current business his you know, his, his lawn, his lawn care business. And then obviously his business coaching as well. So, and now he can help others with all of his knowledge and, 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 um, previous experience doing all that. So he's going to be there as well. So we've got to pack two days, lots of workshops, lots of training, lots of learning, of course, lots of networking. You get to hang out with all those presenters, right. In between all that. And there's still network some is your net worth. Baby. Yeah, there you go. There you you go. Just getting to hang around Keith Kalfas and everyone you named, uh, Jonathan Potoshnik and John and Marvin and Jeremy Vest and you and Mr. Producer. I mean, just that alone is is worth it for those conversations. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and there's, um, and, and there's still some spots left for the VIP dinner Friday night. So how it works is you can buy two days, you know, and you can, you can save money by buying both days, day one and day two, or if either you, your schedule doesn't allow, or you, you are only more interested in one day versus the other. Maybe you're really only interested in content creator day, or you're more interested in the business mastery day and not the content creation so much, then you can just do one day, obviously pay less. And then, but either way, there's still some spots available for the VIP dinner at a fancy steakhouse in Buckhead, <laughs> Buckhead, uh, Georgia, there, not too far from the creator clubhouse on Friday night with all the presenters, Jonathan Potoshnik, us, everyone I mentioned, Keith, Jeremy, um, Marvin, and, and Payjack. We're all going to be there. All going to be, we're all going to be enjoying a steak dinner. So everyone that, that uh, registers early enough, there's a few spots left. So you guys can check out the link in the episode description or go to lcrsummit.com uh, and you can you can look and see if there's any spots left for the, the any tickets left for the free VIP dinner on Friday night. Um, either way, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a great two-day event and whether you make it to the dinner or not. So I just wanted to throw that in there as an added bonus for those that are registering early, you get to go for free to a nice steak steak dinner. So um, I appreciate you guys listening and I appreciate you, Paul, for being on here today and, and, and sharing your, your story about you and Mr. Producer and kind of give us a little preview of what you guys are going to be uh, bringing, bringing to uh, the LCR Summit. Any, anything we're, we're leaving out? No, I, I think that's great. Um, it is limited seating. Uh, so the room, as dope as the studios are, the conference room is not that big. Right. If you're used to going to, you know, Equip or LAL or these big venues, it's it's not that. So, right. so I think we got room for like 7,500 or 75. 75. Yeah. 7,500. 7, yeah. 7, yeah. 75. Yeah. Uh, so definitely you don't want to, you don't want to miss out. 
um, the networking alone with this intimate group is, is uh, a lot of, a lot of successful businessmen that I'm, I'm excited to brush shoulders with and personally just network with. So for sure. And I just wanted to also say, um, you know, I know there, there's a lot of different events going on, right? There's more and more events that keep popping up um, or that keep being created, which I think is great because honestly, in my opinion, the more events in different places, different times, different themes and topics just gives more variety for everyone, right? If there was only one event, then maybe there'd be things missing and, and, and not everyone would go to that one event because maybe it's not for them. Maybe that's too far. Maybe this, maybe that. So if we kind of spread things out, we've got, you know, Brian's event up in Michigan. And of course there was a quip in October down Louisville. Like there's so many different events that keep coming up, um, whether they be like trade show events or content um, creator events, you know, like us, uh, that they're, they're just different ways for me personally. Anyway, I'm sure everyone else feels the same way, but I don't want to speak for them, but there are different ways for us to get the community together, to learn different things, different times of the year, give uh, options for me. It's all about options. Like I'm just trying to give options for everyone. So, so the one person that maybe can't go to like all these different things that have been going on or the one thing for the longest time, for one reason or another, maybe something will pop up closer to that, close enough to them that maybe they can drive to. And now it's not, it's not as big of a thing for them now that they, they, you know, they couldn't fly or whatever. Now they can drive to it or it's more affordable or this or that, or it's topics that they literally have been craving for, you know, that no one else was maybe, you know, hat offering, you know? So I think it's good that we keep offering all of these uh, different opportunities for folks to learn and network. Um, and that's, that's my goal. That's always been my goal to keep creating these things. It's not to like, you know, overwhelm people with stuff. I know it can probably seem overwhelming because some people might want to go to everything. Right. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't have time to go to all of these events, you know, but so you, sometimes you got to pick and choose. I get it. Um, usually these things are yearly, so you can kind of rotate through if, if, if that's what you're able to do. But if you can go to all of them, absolutely. We'd love to see it at everywhere. You know, I can't go to all of them myself, so I, I get it. But it's all about giving options. So that's that's what the LCR Summit's about, too. Just another option for you guys during the quote-unquote off-season, unless you're up north with the snow. Uh, I get that. I understand. But um, it's just all about those options and opportunities uh, to network and learn. Um, so I look forward to seeing you guys there. Again, lcrsummit.com or click the link in the episode description. And uh, Paul and I will see you there, hopefully, January 19th and 20th. Thanks, Paul. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.